0: The Supercars at and Bend is this week's focus on Inside Motorsport. I hope you can stay with us. <laughs> two races at the bend and two races dominated by Scott McLaughlin. In doing so, he equals the record of Craig Lowndes. He spoke about what it means to make such a, a remarkable achievement.
1: Certainly awesome to you know, equal uh, lounges record you know you never think that you can probably you know in this day and age to win sixteen, but so proud of the the team to um <clears throat> give me a car that I can and be able to do it you know, I, you know like I've been saying the whole time I'm just privileged to drive this so trying to you know stay humble and 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 um, you know drive the thing as fast as I can and thankfully it it provides some results from time to time so um, yep very lucky and hopefully you know. My, apparently at my hundredth round and, and New Zealand coming up, you know, maybe we get a win there and we can um, you know
0: maybe pass pass him a little bit, but we'll see. The record had stood since 1996 when Craig Lowndes was driving for the Holden racing team. So with the next round of the supercars being held at Puka what's his chances like of taking a win at his home track?
1: Oh look, any time we can win in a racing at home is special, but pass that record would be awesome. We had an awesome round there. I'm going there with a lot of confidence because knowing our cars, you know, our car was fast there last year. Hopefully, it'll be even faster this year, and um, we can have a good dab at it and, and see how we go.
0: It wasn't all easy sailing across the weekend for McLaughlin. On Saturday, he saw Chas Mostert in the super cheap Auto Falcon go ahead of him, but with good strategy. He was able to get the Shell V-Pyre car back to the front.
1: I saw on the big screen that they didn't pick up Chaz going in, so I just said straight away, Chaz is pitted, and then they said just push, push, push. I knew I'd sort of pit that next lap, so it was sort of all up to the guys. They, thankfully, they did a good job. You know, they work on them pretty hard and came out. Car felt a bit gumby because it's like, you know, two colds and too hot, so it was a bit uh, full on, but, yeah, managed to hold on and it was, it was had a good pace to the end.
0: For Chas Mostert, he was happy to be as close as he was to McLaughlin for the majority of the race, even though missing the victory after starting on pole was a bitter pill to swallow.
2: For me, the race was good to be able to actually see Scott and uh, finish (laughs) at the the chequered line and still see him in the vision. So, good day for us. It's always one of those things when you start on pole, you never really want to go positions back. It was just good to have car speed and and be able to go with him.
0: For Tickford Racing, their weekend was a solid one, getting two second places across the weekend. One with Chas Mostert, as you heard, the other with their satellite car. It was the 23 Red Milwaukee Tools entry of Will Davison.
3: Really good to bounce back from a difficult day yesterday, which I was... Yeah, I thought it was a missed opportunity yesterday, um, you know, certainly with the engine letting go in qual, when I think we should have been on the second row there and then getting involved in a bingle. So just reset, and you had a great car. So, yeah, it's uh, really motivating at the moment and I'm stoked, absolutely stoked to be up here. But uh, to be honest, to lead, um, you know, a couple of stints and, and then have it just a little, little drama in the last stop, I think it would have been really close. So uh, just mixed emotions, but really sweet to race. With those guys, it was such a great car. Yeah, the pace was. Yeah, it was pretty hot up the front. So it was. Yeah, an enjoyable race. I'd love that.
0: Davison explained what the glitch was during his pit stop, which potentially cost him the race win. We're just having some
3: fueling issues in, in the airbox, so we're just sort of fueling up and. Not going anywhere. So we've been working hard at it. The team's certainly working hard at it. We're driving down pit lane at 40k an hour, so we certainly um, were aware of it. We had a last event, and we put some measures in place to try and help it, but uh, haven't quite nailed it. So I knew I lost a lot of time when it went down to about 18k an hour. So I knew I'd probably dump two or three seconds there. So it was a bit shattering, but then you know I was also relieved it got going again, to be honest, because it took so long to start accelerating up. I was starting to panic that it was going to be worse than second. So uh, yeah. Anyway, it's the way it goes. It was a great job by um, the team. Uh, great job by my engineer. You know, we've worked really hard at it this weekend. It's a tricky place to to nail a car and get it perfect. And you know, we've stuck to our guns. And and uh, yeah, he's done a great job. It's the way it goes. It an awesome day. I really enjoyed the race. And huge congrats to Scotty. Actually, I should have said that before on 16. So far this year is pretty, pretty, pretty damn impressive.
0: Anton De Pasquale took third place on Saturday. And the young driver who has just recently signed an extension at Erebus Motorsport for the 2021 and 2022 seasons is confident that he'll have a good package as they head towards the Enduros, particularly when he's joined by teammate Will Brown kicking off with the Bathurst 1000.
3: Yeah, it's good. Um, it's generally quite smooth sailing when you carry over. Same car, same co-drivers, same seats, all that stuff. So there's not too much we've got to do. Um, it's just sort of making ourselves comfortable with the same car, um, which wasn't a problem last year. And he'd done good on f- in the co-driver session. So uh, I think we're all pretty comfortable. we we'll have a test before Enduros and uh, we should be fine.
0: On Saturday, for D. Pasquale, it was a... Interesting affair, not close enough to the front runners to challenge and leaving the others in his way.
3: The guys in front were driving away and the guys behind I was driving away from, so it was kind of in my own race. Our car was, was good, it was quite easy to drive, and uh, for third, we're, we're pretty happy, so um, no, no real complaints from here.
0: For Chaz Mostard, he backed up his Saturday second place with a solid third place finish on Sunday. It was
2: a good weekend for us, great yesterday to get a pole position. It's been a little while since one of them, but um, overall, successful weekend, um, but yeah, it's one of those things. You want to keep pushing forward. Um, this weekend's, a, I don't know if we can read into it too much. This is a bit of a unique track, set-up-wise and stuff like that, so I'm um, excited to go to Pookie next and um, see what the car got there for us.
0: One interesting announcement across the weekend was that the Bend would be hosting the 500km race ahead of Bathurst in 2020, a change in the calendar which will be released later in the week. And we'll see the Sandown 500 no longer on the calendar with Sandown hosting a pair of 200 kilometer races on Saturday and Sunday in November. Chas Mostert was disappointed to hear the news of the change in status for the Sandown event.
2: Is it what the enduros here is it? Um, And Sandown loses it? It's a bit sad for me, I think, to lose the Sandown 500. It's been a um, a heritage race there for a long time it's pretty exciting when you kind of go there for me uh know guys like brocky and all those used to, to race around there for several k's and um look it is what it is it'll be tough it'll be tough here and the racing today was tough because as soon as someone has a little moment drops the drops the wheel in the dirt the car behind loses two seconds and just struggling to hold on to it so um you know i hope that that can be a bit different for next year
0: Richie Stanaway returned to the Boost Mobile, Gary Rogers Motorsport Commodore for the bend. It was the first race back since Winton earlier in the year. And Stanaway talked about how the recovery's gone and how he's not expecting any trouble in the future, but ruse the fact that he did jump in the car at Winton.
4: It's one of those things that, uh, it was a fairly minor issue, but just the fact that I tried to race at Winton turned it into a a fairly major issue. Um, Ideally I probably shouldn't have raced at Winton and then um, I probably would have uh, lost out on less time but it was just trying to not, I guess because I didn't realise how serious it was and I just sort of pressed on and tried to ignore it and then um, the Saturday at Winton made it uh, into the issue that it was so um, there's nothing now that it's fully healed there's there's no precautions that I need to take and uh, drove an open wheeler last week which if anything was going to cause a flare-up, it would have been that, and I'm completely fine and I've been fine today as well, so um, it's good not to, you know, have to worry about any sort of pain or anything like that. I can just get on with it.
0: And with other drivers in his car, what was Stanaway's thoughts on the data from what they were doing whilst he was out of action?
4: Yeah, I, I kept my, my air feather close to the ground, obviously, with the other two guys in the car, and, um, you know, I respect both those those guys and their feedback, and I think um, it's been interesting for me, I guess, to see things from the outside, and uh, I guess there was a bit of a, a question mark over over myself, too, you know, with uh, the results before, I, I had to, you know, pull out after Winton, but seeing, you know, two guys in the car that I I guess respect, then um, you know, seeing them struggle as well, it sort of validated any, uh, it made me not question myself as much, so um, but, uh, yeah, it just means that we've we know what we need to work on now, and um, we just need to crack on with that and, and try and improve throughout the season. And um, I guess there's a big focus on the Enduros for us now. Um, you know, it's obviously not been a great season, but um, you know, we'll quickly forget that if we can grab a decent result during one, one of the endurance races. So I've um, got a lot of data to look at, and we have just got to work really hard and, and try and turn the season around. And I guess that all started
0: today. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Next week, we look at the supports paddock and the Super 3 Series in particular. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now.
1: Inside Motorsport is produced by
0: Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.